0: none of us make it out alive, but I'm realizing that most people don't really know how to lean into their grief and even more people are unsure how to show up for those that they love who are grieving. It's so uncomfortable and it requires people to face their own mortality. It's hard. I know. I'm Alexa and you're listening to That Sex Check, a Soulfire production. I thought it might be a little weird if after three incredibly deep and emotional episodes of the podcast were released, we just picked back up with some random episodes about threesomes or anal sex or something. So here I am with a personal update as well as some news about Sex and Love Co. and this podcast. I am seven weeks postpartum today, so I'll start with things that have happened in the last seven weeks. I walked out of the hospital with the bereavement box instead of our baby. We held a memorial for our little boy. The milk meant for Gabriel came in, followed by a week of trying everything possible to get it to dry up as quickly as possible. My mom and my sister visited. I wrote our entire birth story from start to finish, which if you're interested in reading it, you can find it linked in the bio at that sex chick. I went to postpartum doctor appointments, the nursery furniture that we ordered a couple months prior, it arrived. I received care from a postpartum doula. We picked up Gabriel's ashes. We received the hospital bill. If you didn't know, it's the same whether you go home with a baby or not. I started sessions with a birth trauma therapist. I took two weeks of antibiotics to clear up an infection that we learned was present. We learned that I had an infection that I probably had while I was pregnant. We learned about it shortly after the birth. And so I had to spend some time healing and and taking care of that. I started an online course about grieving fully and living fully after the death of a child. We took our baby moon trip to Washington State. I expanded my emotional range in ways I never thought possible. I questioned and reestablished my faith in God. I self preserved. I have cried every day. I survived the unimaginable for the last seven weeks, I have been adjusting to my new reality. I've been discovering what normal is for me now, a life integrating the death of my little boy, a life finding meaning and purpose in pain. Because pain is present for me every day. There's no way around this. What I'm going through is really hard. And there is no such thing as getting through it per se. What happened did not go according to plan. It was an out-of-order death and a loss of pure innocence. Some days the pain is less present than others, but every day it's there. And there's an ache in my heart that I am pretty sure will never go away. And while I would not like to feel this pain, I'm pretty sure that by removing it, it would mean that I'm also removing the love that I have for my son. They come together. And you know, whether you personally have experienced grief or not, I hate to break it to you if nobody else has yet. It's coming. One of my least favorite quotes that I hear said from time to time is, none of us make it out alive. But I'm realizing that most people don't really know how to lean into their grief. And even more people are unsure how to show up for those that they love who are grieving. It's so uncomfortable and it requires people to face their own mortality. It's hard. I know. Personally, and I've experienced it in others, it's hard to put yourself in the position of another person who is experiencing so much emotional pain. The loss of a loved one isn't a cold or a broken bone. It's a pain unmatched and unique to the griever. So saying things like time heals all wounds isn't accurate or helpful. As far as I can tell, a loss like this doesn't fully heal. I don't think a person who has experienced something like this really even wants that wound to heal because pain and grief and love and longing are all blended together in the aftermath of loss. Since Gabriel's death, well, since his birth and his death, I found myself unexpectedly in my postpartum window. So much in life and business had to change to give me space to start the painstaking healing process associated with a very traumatic event physically and emotionally. As you may know, our business, Sex and Love Co., typically hosts an assortment of programs, courses, and events each year for men, women, and couples We have numerous go-at-your-own-pace courses, plus several coaches who work on our team providing one-on-one, two-on-one, and two-on-two support for people all over the world. And everything I mention here during this show, plus much more, can be accessed by visiting our website, sexandlove.co, or by messaging me, Jordan, or Serena, our team member, on Instagram. Speaking of Jordan and Serena, they have been keeping things afloat in our business while I have taken space to grieve and heal, which I am so, so grateful for. Jordan, as you can imagine, has been keeping a steady pace, keeping things together, making sure the show is going on, and he's been amazing. And I know he's grieving and processing at his own pace and in his own way. And in some ways, he's keeping busy. And I respect the way that he's moving through his grief. Not only did we lose our son, but we lost our dog who was with Jordan for 12 and a half years and he was in my life since he was seven. So we've had a lot of loss in our life recently. And Jordan has been, as far as I can tell, exceptional at doing something that is so hard. Uh, because he's also grieving and he's making sure that I'm taken care of as well. So and in the midst of all of this, he's kept a steady pace with his portion of Sex and Love Co. Expanding even on the men's work that we do. And I, I just have to say, y'all, he is really, really great at it. Um, he's actually in San Diego right now at the point of this recording, getting ready to host one of his incredible men's retreats. So this portion of our business isn't going anywhere. And in many ways, it's growing bigger in the season of life that we find ourselves in. So speaking of the season of life that we find ourselves in, where does this leave me? And I want to share these things with you. Um, So for the foreseeable future, I am committed to two things. The first thing that I am committed to is my Love Leader program, which some of you may or may not know about. I haven't had an opportunity to speak about it all that much on the show. But if you're not familiar, I have a program. It's called Love Leader for people who are looking to work on a personal level in their sex, love, and relationships, plus more. So I'll share a little bit about it with you here quickly. So my women's group, it's geared towards helping women get deeply in touch with themselves, access more of who they truly are, experience more pleasure, soften into a more feminine role in life and in love. It's geared to helping them receive more, surrender more, and become the leader in their love and in their relationships. Love Leader is a year-long program that opens for enrollment once every quarter. So for those women who have, you know, male counterparts who are also committed to doing the work, we also have something for them, which I'll talk about here shortly. But Love Leader is an opportunity for me to stay in the work myself and to assist other people in the work, you know, in becoming who they really want to be, the, the woman that they really want to be. Um, and so in a lot of ways, like what I've been going through very recently, my grief process and learning to be kind and tender and compassionate and loving with myself, even when something so unthinkable and hard happened, you know, I still treat myself with all those things that I just listed. And I've, like I've mentioned, you know, earlier in the show, I expanded my emotional range in ways like I never thought was possible. And that makes me, you know, in a lot of ways an all around Like, better human. I can empathize in ways that I never thought, like I said, I never thought was possible. And so it is a gift in a way, even though this is tragic. And I would trade anything, any lesson, any meaning, anything that I get from his death. I would much rather choose his life, but I don't have that choice. So I'm going to make meaning with it and I'm going to leverage it for good and I'm going to make his life better. And I'll never stop saying his name. So when I think about our Love Leader program, I think about women just having an opportunity to show up exactly as they are in the place that they're at in life and to be surrounded by women who are accepting of them and are loving of them and women who also still want to do better and be better for themselves and, and for their families. And so Love Leader, I get nourished from running those calls and running that program probably just as much as my clients do. And we do amazing things. Sure, we're optimizing for great sex and awesome intimacy and all of that, but it's much, much bigger than that. So, and I, like I said, I, I feel just as held sometimes as I'm sure my my women in that group does. So their male counterparts have, um, you know, if they're in relationships with men, then we have another program called Unstoppable. So um, Jordan runs it. It's the equivalent to Love Leader and that program is also open for enrollment once per quarter. So, if that's something that is exciting for the men and and women in partnership, if they're in a partnership together, then for both parties to be able to do the work alongside each other, we have that available. So, and for the men and women who are in those programs that are a couple, we host a monthly group couples call, which is an opportunity for all of us to sync up and dive into the work together. So, it to me and to Jordan, we like work this way for ourselves personally in our life and in our relationship. So we structured our two groups in a way where there can be community, like same-sex community. So the women are getting that community-oriented environment and where they're you know, encouraged and they can be all of who they are and all of them is welcome. And the men have it as well because they are unique spaces. And then once a month we meet to do work together because that creates a unique container as well. So- Anyway, we have the love leader and the Unstoppable program. And then, you know, if you're in a couple and we also have our couples call once a month. So men and women can get involved in these programs as singles. You don't have to be in a partnership separately in partnership because I have, I know I have some ladies who are in love leader, but their husbands or partners are not in the men's group. And then Jordan has it the same way where some of the men that he has in his group, the women are not necessarily in love leader, but the majority of them are in partnership. So that's an option or you can do it together as a couple. So just wanted to mention those things because um, like I said, I, I'm i not sure that we've even had an opportunity to share them very much on the show so far. So then there's Sex and Love University. And um, this is the last one that I'm going to share with you. This is the only other thing that I'm committing to right now. Sex and Love University is our program for women who want to make some version of sex, love and relationship coaching their career path. This is by far the most comprehensive program we offer. And I mean it when I say it, it's next level. I am incredibly proud of the curriculum Serena and I have painstakingly put together over the last several years since teaching our first cohort of SLU. Over the course of a year, this is a year long program. So, over the course of a year, the information from Sex and Love University is split into three trimesters. The first trimester is sex education, the second trimester is coaching tools, and the third trimester is business development skills. So, most programs that are geared towards learning how to be a sex and love coach, most programs leave out one or two of those trimester subjects. And as far as we can tell, they are required in order to have a successful and profitable coaching business in the sex, love, and relationship space. So we did our very best to cover everything you could possibly need to know, including how to have a business that's online, in-person, and that may or may not include facilitating events like retreats and workshops. So, everything from the sex ed you need to know, like anatomy and physiology, tantra, kink, orgasms, types of relationship structures, to the coaching tools you'll utilize, like breathwork, embodiment, and coaching call structures, to the business information, like sales, social media, and marketing plans. We have everything covered inside a Sex and Love University. So, SLU opens for enrollment once a year. And as of this recording, 2023 to 2024, This year of SLU will be the last time we run the program as it is in full. And that's because I'm taking a step back. And I imagine you all will understand that. So I'm taking just a handful of um, responsibilities. I'm committing to my Love Leader program and I'm committing to Sex and Love University because I'm going to give myself space. And it's for the first time in a really long time. And I definitely have a lot of feels about it, you know, but for the last six and a half years, my business running this company has been my baby. Watching it grow, helping people all over the world. It's been my baby. And I've put everything that I have into creating a business and a life that's filled with purpose and flexibility. I love what I've built. And I love that what I have built has also created a full-time job for my husband and provides for my family in the way that it does. I love everything about it, but my priorities are shifting right now, not forever, but right now. I feel so fortunate that I found the thing that brings so much meaning to my life. You know, in my late, mid to late twenties, I stumbled into what I often describe as my purpose work. Helping people with their intimate lives is where I know I am most supposed to be. I am fulfilled and I am really, really good at what I do, but it's time for me to pause holding others just for a little while so that I can really hold myself and really hold on to the vision that I desire for my family. It's time for me to focus on healing myself physically, emotionally, and spiritually Jordan and I are still very much in a season of growing our family and so opening up and calling Gabriel's next sibling is on the horizon. I am not the person that I was before Gabriel was born. Goodness, I'm I'm not the same as I was before we originally started our trying to conceive journey a year ago. I will always be that sex chick, but who I am becoming through all of this is so much more than that. So from now until January, 2024, I want to spend some unhurried time with the person I am becoming. It's been a long time since I've gone through, say a reinvention period. I'm not sure if that's what's coming for me, but I have a feeling that's what it is. And with all that said, this also includes taking a break from the podcast from now until early next year. I won't stop sharing on social media platforms, though I'm giving myself permission to have what I share look a little different for the next few months. To me, writing is so therapeutic and I love processing while I'm writing because my audience looks for sex, love, and relationship content on my Instagram. You guys too, oftentimes that's what you're here for, to listen to a podcast, called that sex chick. So I would imagine that you... Expect to hear on the topics of sex, of love, of relationships, not necessarily about grief and pregnancy loss, et cetera. So I've decided to share more of my writings, my current writings, my current thoughts, and my current feelings unfiltered on my personal Instagram page, which is at Alexa Bowditch. So if you would like to follow me on my journey through grief, life, love, trying to conceive after loss, and hopefully, the not too distant future, pregnancy after loss, then here's my invitation for you to follow me there. Again, it's on Instagram at Alexa Bowditch, my personal page. Uh, Y'all, my heart is absolutely broken right now. I'm not going to lie. I never lie to you. And I'm forever changed. I know it won't hurt like this forever, but it hurts like this right now. I appreciate you for accepting me just as I am. The road before me is long and there are so many unknowns, but one thing is for sure. I know is for sure. Jordan and I are meant to be parents and for my family, I will do anything. I will do whatever it takes. I will cry a thousand more tears. I will continue my personal work. I will remain devoted to my relationship and I will kneel before God again and again and I will show myself compassion, kindness, and love no matter what. My life will never be the same because of loss, but my story doesn't end with loss. My current chapter is healing and finding the hope to try again. I love you and I am infinitely grateful for you. And I can't wait until we meet again next year. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you loved it, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And if you extra, extra loved it, make sure to leave a five-star review. I'll see y'all next week.